Hey people, Damon D here. Welcome to another episode of the Under Review Show. Yes, I'm Damon D. Thanks for joining us. Uh, this wouldn't be possible without the good people from betonline.ag. Go check them out. Use the promo code REVIEW. You will get bonus money in your account when you open it. This week, we got Dave Mason from betonline.ag. Who's Dave? Well, Dave's our guy who comes on. He works for them, but he works on the book side of things. So, um, you know what? There, it's, it's, it's nice. He gives us a little, uh, little skinny. He tells us where the money is going, why the line is moving. The real reason why the line is moving, by the way. You can throw on the TV and it will tell you, oh, this, that, and the other thing. It's all bullshit because the dude who actually lives, eats, and breathes this, sets the lines alongside people. They do this together. He'll tell you why and, and where, the, where the sharp money is, if the public's even bothered to move it at all, um, yeah, who's betting on what, where to make the most money, all that crap, Okay. This week, we're going to cover a few things. We're going to cover our uh, college football, college football playoff semifinals. We got ourselves uh, some some really serious shit going on in the NFL. We got five, six games this week that actually matter significantly to the outcome of teams' playoff chances, which is pretty awesome. Dave's going to talk a bit about that, and we're going to stroll into a little UFC 232. We're going to talk a bit about that. Dave and I both like the fight game a little bit. We're going to go over odds, uh, mostly main event stuff, talk a bit of Cyborg. Thanks for hanging out and doing this, you guys. You can find us at uh, underreviewshow.com. Check us out there. We've got uh, blogs set up. we got articles on betting. we got the whole damn thing um, going on there, okay? So you can check us out there. And then, of course, iTunes, Spotify. You can find this podcast. Subscribe, like, thumbs up, all that shit. Uh, and then we will just do this more often and talk about better things. I'm Damon. Um, guys, let's get this party started. Thanks for tuning in. This, my friends, is under review. All right, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year, Dave Mason joining us again. Dave, how you doing, man? How's your holiday season? Oh man, it's a good week, man. I was. This week's always good, you know, a little holiday cheer, some great games, a little extra time off to, to get on these games and watch these games. It's, it's a fun time of year. Yeah, man, you don't have to rush to, like, get to the pub or get the game or sit the PVR and ignore your Twitter for, like, 20 minutes till you get home through traffic. You can just, you can lock it in, right, and just watch whatever game you want. Exactly. A lot, a lot of good stuff going on in this weekend, especially today and tomorrow, no exception. Yeah, this it's it's getting it's getting uh, down into the nitty gritty here in college football, which is always a fun time of the year. I mean, it's great having like, uh, I mean, the bowl games are bowl games, but I, I have tons of fun with like the, you know, I remember like the the gallery dot com furniture bowl and sh- and shit like that. All these like crazy wacky bowls just to give the kids an excuse, give the seniors a chance to travel in their final game, basically. And uh, and I just love these things here. How, how about? How about watching Auburn like drop a fifty-six burger and a half yesterday? Like that was wild. Yeah, that was that was something else. I, you know, I, I'm not gonna be, I'm gonna be quite honest. I wasn't watching too intently. I had a lot of other stuff going on. I had some people from out of town, uh, so I'm trying to host them and going back and forth. And I, I kind of <laughs> saw the score. I was like, I thought I thought that was a final, and then I like double t- at a double take. I'm like, wait, that's the half. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. I was like, what the hell? So I started watching that just because, you know, it's like kind of history in the making. I didn't want to miss out. I was like, I was like, let's see a hundred point game. And of course, you know, second half didn't quite happen that way, but still is entertaining. None the least. Yeah. 
if you're an Auburn fan, at least. How do you find like like with me like your non sports book related friends and like acquaintances, and how they react to like not only is it like your job to be on this, but it's like it's not just the Monday night football game. It's like every game at all. I always like find I just like I always preface like dinners with like, hey guys, I'm not being rude, but I'm gonna be on my phone like quite a bit checking some things out all night long just to give you a heads up here. Do you, do you ever right. find yourself that, having to do that? with? The, yeah, though, the, 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 yeah, you got it right. But the thing is, I mean, it's not like we're selling insurance here or something, you know, that I want to, I would like want to stab my eyes out. No, yeah, yeah. no offense to any insurance salesman <laughs> out there, but you know, this you're not punching a clock. And betting and, and not, you know, these are like passions of mine. That's why I got in, involved in this industry because I love sports. Um, I like to throw down a bet here and there. I've always been enamored with odds and numbers and stats and all that stuff. So it's not like, you know, oh God, you know, I'm on my phone at 10 o'clock at night because, uh, some insurance salesman wants yeah. to read, wants me to read this thing, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no, it's like, I'm watching a fight. I'm watching a game, whatever. I mean, this is my job, you know? So it's a seven day a week job and it's, it's not always like a job. Sure. When I'm doing campaigns and stuff like that, there's some mundane stuff and then that, but you know, watching the games and, and especially when I'm on Twitter and stuff, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm watching the game anyways and then I'll like BSM with the players and everything. So wouldn't have it any other way, man. Yeah, I, get, I dig it. I dig it. Well, let's get into some of the things here because we got a couple of big games. we got this college football playoff semifinals going off uh, this afternoon, recording this on a Saturday morning. Uh, Notre Dame at Clemson or at I, – I, I get so confused, right, when you see them there. I guess they have to give right. them a, a home and away designation. But Notre Dame versus Clemson and right. Oklahoma versus Alabama. So both of these are just like big swings here. Uh, the two and three – um, versus the one and four, some both double digit odds right now at Bet Online. Um, but my my eyebrows have been raised at some of these totals. So let's just get into like Notre Dame, Clemson. Um, right now, Clemson eleven point faves. Um, total sitting at fifty seven and a half points. Uh, what's the action down at the book? Like what's going on down at the sports book with uh, with that game with college playoff one, semifinal yeah, one? Yeah, um, right. As far as the spread's concerned, I mean it was twelve and a half most of the week and yep. leading up to today, but. I mean, we're buried on Irish number, uh, on Irish action rather. So it's gone down to Clemson minus eleven from twelve and a half percent all week. So money's on that's, that's, on Notre Dame right now. Yes, sir. Seventy percent of the cash Ooh. is on the Irish overall. So yeah, we're gonna, it looks like we're going to be big big time Clemson fans. Um, okay. Hopefully there'll be some last minute Clemson money coming in, and I wouldn't doubt it at all. But as of now, we're going to need Clemson big. As far as the total is concerned, uh, like you said, it's a healthy fifty seven and a half. 77, 77% of the action is on the over. Not a ton of action on it. The other game's taking a lot more action on the total. Um, so it's not, even though it's 77% of the money's on the over, it's not a humongous sweat because there, there isn't as nearly as much volume as there is on the other game total. Right. But okay. also the money line. Also the money line. I mean, people are betting Notre Dame to win straight up too. So, uh, no we're gonna way. Be, yeah, yeah, at that plus 325. So, um, you know, people like taking those long odds on a team like Notre Dame, without a doubt. Wow, that's bananas! Hey, all the like straight up money at a it was a twelve a plus spread down to eleven. That's insane. Okay, let's talk about uh, the big one: Alabama, Oklahoma. Um, the, the line once again. The line uh, I've been looking at it hasn't gone bananas. Uh, it's still like, hanging steady around fourteen points. Right. But that total has gone up to 80 and a half. Like in, a, in, a, in two days, it's gone up like close to five points. Yeah. 
Well, let's talk spread first. Uh, yeah. You know, like you said, it and, and it hasn't really moved too much, and there hasn't been any sharp action on the spread. Maybe some will come in late. Uh, the, the, the public is 50-50 exactly. I mean, it's about as close to 50-50 as you can get with this much volume. So there's real no need there. Um, you know, whereas the public moved the – the spread down in the Cotton Bowl, it's just that the public has it's exactly 50-50, and the action is awesome on this game. Uh, the total, yep, it, it went up to 80 and a half, and then that's due to mostly sharp money. So um, sharps took over 77, bumped that up to 80 a little earlier today, and now, like you said, it's 80 and a half. Um, but you know that the, the action we're getting on that total is 50-50 as well. So the overall money's 50-50, but the sharps move that up uh on the over so that's kind of interesting today because you know it gives you two two different ways how odds move you know usually the sharps move the odds and that's a perfect example here in this total um but the other the other game we talked about that the public moved that spread from 12 and a half to 11 so right, they did huh yeah but but most of the time sharps you, you move those numbers but but if we're in a game where where it's you know if, the, if we're, we're exposed in a big game like this, public can definitely move that number as long as the sharps don't bet the other side. But yeah, that total it's it's humongous, eighty and a half. And you, you look at both these teams. I mean, there's t- two top scoring teams in college. Uh, Oklahoma averages forty nine and a half points per game. Bama forty seven and forty seven point nine points per game. So two two high scoring offenses. And where they differ is defense. Uh, Bam is, I think, fourth in the nation scoring defense, like 14.8 points per game. But the Sooners give up a lot of points. They give up 32 and a half points per game, and they've given up 40 plus five times during the season. So, uh, so yeah, expect a lot of points. Yeah, that, and that's it's one of those ones where it's like these are supposed to be, you know, two of the top four teams in the entire country. But then when you go through and start crunching some numbers, you're like, oh, damn. Like, that's a pretty – It's a, like when it was at 75, 76, it's a pretty, like, reasonable line considering these two teams, which is bizarre considering that it's 80 points for an actual points spread. I know it's college and all, but, like, holy moly, man, that makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up. It's just a wild amount of points going up. Um, on this, on this, where's, so it's basically 50, 50. So you're not a fan of anybody right now, or the book isn't for that matter. No. Uh, well, you know, you know, um, I guess when you're talking about futures are concerned, I mean, no, you know, we still have those odds to win it all up and, uh, we are big fans of Alabama there. Unfortunately, I really don't want to root for Alabama, Uh, but, but I mean, they're, they're a big win for us. So I guess if you want to add that into the, into the equation, then we will be room for Alabama. Alabama is a humongous win for the house. As far as the futures are concerned, Clemson's a small win. Notre Dame's a small win and Oklahoma is a small loss. So, so it's, it's basically your Bama fan. I I love it. I just cringe, cringe worthy. Yeah, it's horrible. I mean, again, that's just from the future standpoint. So, I mean, if we don't win that, I I won't, I won't lose any sleep. I like that. It's just horrible for (laughs) to win it. But at this point though, with these point spreads on straight up wins here, I mean, we're just on a, we're on a crash. We're on a collision course. Um, basically for a, uh, a Clemson Alabama, uh, college football playoff championship, aren't we right now? Is that like the feeling, you know, um, just with the odds and just how things are moving and, and even the futures odds? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, 
you know, you, they're, they're both double-digit favorites today. So, sure, one of them could, could go down, but the odds don't, you know, the odds aren't very good that either will go down. Um, and then from the the odds to win it all, uh, Bass minus 175 favorite, and Clemson's plus 270. And then Notre Dame and Oklahoma are both 10 to 1. So, yeah, absolutely. It looks like I, I guess that would be the third time in four years that. Bama and Clemson met in the uh, championship game. I guess this would be the the rubber match if they do meet up. Yeah, they absolutely. Split the last two. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. And then, then in terms of overall action on these bowl games, like, like I said, I have a ton of fun with it, but it's very casual fun when we're talking like, you know, the unranked team and it's like you know, Kent State, you know, playing, playing the Tuscaloosa Bowl. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like they, they just kind of got in there and they're like eight and six. And they managed to do it. Like, what do you, what do you overall right. action? Because there isn't not a lot going on in the rest of the world of sports during that during that span. These last two weeks of time, while these bowls have been going on, what's action like overall on some of these more obscure bowl games that, that you see? Are people like me and just yeah, kind of action, bored and rocking on it? No, the action's always great. I mean, it's 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 we love the bowls. I mean, you know, as, as a pure sports fan i think hokey and silly but yeah. the business side of my brain we love them because the action is great you know they're all standalone pretty much not all of them but a lot of them are just standalone games and uh all on national television and and you you add those two together and people are gonna bet the hell out of it, it doesn't matter who the hell's playing you could feel to freaking get 10 of your friends and I can get 10 of my friends. And if it's a standalone game on national TV, we're going to take action on that. Yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. Good action. So Any excuse for so no, a bet. We, from the business side of things, we love the bowls. Absolutely. Every game's getting great action. That's awesome. All right. Next up, we got to talk a little NFL action here because it's, it, it, here's the deal. You know, I, I actually do this. It's funny. I said, I, um, I set a reminder in my phone for like, uh, it's generally yeah week 10, of the NFL season every single year, okay? And what I do is I send a reminder, a calendar reminder in my phone, um, and I've done it for three straight years, and the calendar reminder is, it just says, remember how crazy the NFL was last year. Because every single year it happens, and everybody goes, oh my God, this year is so nuts. I can't believe what's happening. It's so crazy. And then, and then the next year comes along, we forget and then we say the same damn thing again. And so I, I just do that to remind myself that it's always just nuts and it's always awesome. And the parody factor is such a big deal in the NFL that it really makes for it being the best league in the world. Um, that being said, going into week 17 of the NFL season, I don't know if it's been this awesome before in terms of what can happen actually and the movement that can actually happen. There's usually like one, two, three seed locked in. A couple of guys, teams might be squeaking in a wild card here and there. But we have opportunities right now where like, you know, guys can go from like San Diego and go from like wild card to number one seed. You know what I mean? If, if shit goes their way. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's, it's always a lot of fun at the end of the season. All the... Uh jockeying and and uh figuring out if this team wins that team loses etc etc and and uh yeah it, i love it man week 17 you know that a lot of those games don't really you know it's kind of a it's kind of the opposite a lot of the games on the betting board and it's like who cares right now you know they don't matter but on 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 the opposite end of the spectrum a lot of these games are like holy hell <laughs> these oh, games mean, they matter so much these games freaking mean everything i mean so um it's always a fun week it's it's 
sometimes it's very challenging for the bookmaker's point of view because it, you know you, you know who's going to sit, who's going to start. Totally. You know, if at the four o'clock, you know, are, are dependent on the one o'clock. You know, the four because some teams play in the four o'clocks and they're waiting to see how a team does in the one o'clock. If that team wins, they're going to play starters. If that team loses, they're going to bench starters. So it's always very. Totally. Uh, our guys have to be on top of their top of their game tomorrow, just making sure they got all those scenarios down and all the injury, not injury updates, but the, uh, you know, who's getting benched and who's going to be playing updates. Totally. And this is, this is the fun part about it. So it's always crazy. The reminder comes to my phone every year that the NFL is always crazy, but it's, it's, I don't know if I remember a year where it's just this like, cool. This is like awesome. There's so many crazy games that matter, you know, like five, maybe six games, four or five games that actually mean something. Let's start with it too. Let's talk about, uh, um, bears at Vikings. Um, means something to the bears a little bit, not as much, but, uh, it means a shitload to the Vikings, um, <laughs> right now because they, uh, they need to win to get into the playoffs right now. Like they're, they're, they're going, they're going golfing or they're, or they're going to, uh, they're going, into the playoffs. They're currently five and a half point favorites at home. So that started off like four. It's moved up to five and a half for Minnesota. Um, is, is this a, a result? Are we hearing things that the Bears are going to kind of park a couple guys or something? Uh, well, I mean, they, money? like you said, it, the game means everything to the Vikings. The win and they're in. They control their destiny there. Uh, Bears can still get some home field advantage or, you know, first round bye, I believe. They're going to be looking at. Uh, uh, looking at what's going on and, and some other games and um yeah i mean the the bit the, the it's interesting that the public um is on the bears 68 percent of the actions on the on the, on the bears so we'll see there that wow, it is hey, yeah uh, like i'm, I'm yeah, thinking yeah. that too by the way like i was like what the hell four i'm like nah it's much and now it's gone up to five and a half i don't think i can help myself i gotta bet on the bears yeah well hey, you know, that, that's on the road nice. sucks but like that defense is too good yeah, but it it all comes, you know, it all comes down to will they be playing hard? What does that game mean anything for them or not? Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, they got the vision locked up. There's not a lot of movement for the Bears. Like they can't go like too much higher, but they can. Like there's a theoretical chance if they win and leave it in the hands of other teams that they could end up like you know out of the three seed up and and, and going up. And it's it's all depends on a, on a W. That that's out of the, out of the question. Um, and you said how much of the action is sitting on Chicago right now? Sixty-eight percent. Sixty-eight percent. So that's probably is the sharp money pulling that line a little bit, um, like in their favor. Or why, why, why would we uh, going for, no, for no, Chicago? There's no, there's no sharp. No. I mean, that, that's just based on I, I think you know it, that the game just means a hell hell of a lot more to the Vikings. I right. mean, Bears I think go go for that first round buy, but uh, you know that they're going to be checking on what other teams do namely the rams they're gonna be checking on what the hell the rams are doing and if the rams are are blowing out um the 49ers they're double digit favorites and then the bears do they sit everybody in the second half that that's what people are saying so yeah, yeah. a lot can... of that's dependent on the you know if the the depends sure the bears would like to win and then get first round by but i mean hell the rams are playing the niners at home so the rams are doing their thing against the niners they're going to clinch first round by then the bears like what the hell we don't yeah, why bother anything. yeah why totally. bother exactly but then everybody's right. sitting there going like didn't, the, didn't san francisco beat seattle two weeks ago they're like oh okay like we gotta wait it wasn't just a gimme you gotta wait on I this heard, one you gotta wait out. that's why probably they'd wait till probably second half or yeah whatever. exactly so here's another one this is a really like the more i look at it and talk about it the more awesome of a game this is and it's browns at ravens 
uh, right now because Cleveland's doing some things, man. They started off the season doing some things, and then they went all Cleveland Browns on everybody. But now they're doing some things again. They're on the road against the Ravens. And, and by the way, in that division, like like the Browns just love playing tough with their even when they sucked, it was never like a gimme. Um, they're six and a half point road dogs. Uh, Baltimore Ravens. If the Steelers don't lose, Ravens win. They're in, and that's it. That means a ton to the Baltimore Ravens, who are actually coming on pretty hard right now. Everyone's talking about them being like they're, they're kind of that sexy, you know, dark horse pick um, in the AFC right now because they're like, you know, they've got a little bit of a, uh, I know they got a little little something something going on. And they're they're making they're doing some damage to some people. Yeah, uh, you know right exactly. Uh, Ravens win they they win that AFC North and and they're in the playoffs. They lose and Steelers win their game. Then Steelers are going on. So it, one of those interesting scenarios. Um, you know, the, the Ravens have been red hot. Lamar Jackson's won in games for them there. Um, it, the, the Brown. I mean, shoot. I, I'm looking at the Baker Mayfield, you know, yeah. this dude has, he, 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 yeah, they're getting six and a half. Yeah. It means everything to Ravens and it really doesn't mean much to the Browns, I guess, but I think it does mean something for the Browns. I, I you know what I mean? They, they had a hell of a year. Um, they're on their way up. Baker Mayfield's the real thing. He's a competitor. He's going to want to win. They're going to want to go out there and, uh, you know, put a, put a nice, Finish over five hundred. You know they're seven seven and one now. They finish eight seven and one. Holy hell, man! That, yeah. That's that's quite an accomplishment for them, especially how they started the season. Got rid of Hugh Jackson. Baker Mayfield has just been on fire. So, well, what was it know, like? Where where where's where people think it doesn't mean much for the Browns? I think it does, even though the playoff birth and they would love to play spoiler you don't think baker mayfield would love to play spoiler to, oh, the, to the ravens absolutely what's the money looking like where are people putting their dough it's pretty split uh 53 of the action is on the browns at, at plus six and a half right now that so, says a lot though that says a lot for the browns going on the road absolutely. only six and a half point like where people actually think of the browns right now right i mean absolutely man I, they're gonna be you know they're gonna be a sexy pick next year too i they're they're on their way up man i mean hell i wouldn't be surprised if they win that afc north next year you know even though the sealers will still have talent but that they're i think they're, they're on their way down yeah, and, and ravens you know who knows what's gonna happen there uh, you know is lamar jackson a real deal i don't know he really he's been winning but he really has been playing good defenses he's been playing the the bottom feeders in the NFL. So uh, we'll see. But you know what? I, I got a feeling about the Browns tomorrow. Yeah, I, I get it, man. I, I seriously feel the same. It's so interesting. And, it, and, like, what a great spoil that would be if all of a sudden, like, the Steelers are back in because of the Browns upset the Ravens, which is, like, absurd two years ago even talking about a scenario like this. But I think it's so conceivable. And I think the five and a half or up to six and a half you know, it's like it's crazy, guys. I, I, I once again, it's like another one of those lines where I'm like, I'm like, hey, I think I might have to get on this. I might have to jump all over the dog on this, the the, the road dog on this thing. Now that's at six and a half points. Uh, another game that's on the uh, on the board right now that that actually means something, and I love saying that. Uh, Colts at Titans. Um, the Titans need a, a win or the Texans to lose in order for them to 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 move on and uh they're currently three and a half point um home dogs versus the colts who there's our second sexy pick um they all happen to be in the afc right now but um there's our second sexy pick of of who's making some moves heading into the postseason 
yeah, I mean, this is a huge game. It pretty much comes down to whoever wins this is in. Uh, it's going to get that wild card spot. It's looking like that's that's what's going to happen. And uh, yeah, uh, right there, it's it's seventy six percent of the money is on the Titans at home getting or uh, getting points at home plus three. Uh, it, it's 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 a tough one, man. I mean. It's the Sunday night game for a reason because this is the one whoever wins gets in. So um, great actions coming in on it. It's going to be a ton of bets on this game. Um, but we're going to be Colts fans. That's what it looks like right now. I wouldn't be surprised if that changes a little bit. Yeah, that's the thing. That line is like uh, – not that I'm scared of this one, but it hasn't been like – it feels like the other two games we talked about were a bit of like a stamp on it, right? Like they were just like, whoa, right. whoa. And everyone like it, it moved a couple points to be like – no, the Browns aren't, you know, shit, or they are, or this means a lot to whoever. Uh, but this this one's just kind of parked itself around the three and just stayed there and 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 yeah. and been hanging and that, out. That, yeah, that could move a lot on Mariota too. I mean, that 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 line yeah, that's is true. dependent on Mariota. He's banged up. He's back, but you know, it doesn't sound like he has a full bill of health. Um, so you know, if, if Mariota was definitely good to go, that would not be they would not be getting, catching three points at home. So. Well, we'll see. We'll see what Ackland goes. I wouldn't be surprised that bounces around, depending on Mariota. All right, and now here's the deal. Here's the last one I want to talk about today. Eagles, Redskins. Eagles are making a run at the postseason. Did you see that coming? How, how did you feel as an Eagles guy six weeks ago about what was going on with Philadelphia compared to where they are right now at seven-point favorites going on the road, playing the Redskins with, with a light with a with a glowing shining light at the end of the tunnel waiting for him there. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of missed opportunities, man. I mean, they 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 absolutely crapped away three games in the fourth quarter um, this year. You know, you, you know, you, you could you can shoulda coulda woulda, and if this if that happened for every team in the NFL, but I, I think they're the biggest shoulda coulda woulda in the NFL this year. Them and probably the Steelers. Steelers, the other Pennsylvania team. The other Steelers crapped away games too that they just shouldn't have crapped away. And now they're both, you know, on the outside looking into the playoffs, need some help when they, you know, just one win here or there. And they could have controlled their own destiny. But, yeah, I mean, shoot, Nick Foles, man, he's been magical since coming back. I mean, you know, know. he wins a Super Bowl last year and, uh, he comes back and, and Wentz gets the starting job back, rightfully so. And Wentz kind of been, you know, struggled all year. And Foles comes back in and holy shit, he's just <laughs> doing his thing, man. I mean, what the <laughs> hell is he doing there? So, but like I said, like we talked about earlier, it's it's not only them winning. You know, they're going to need help from those, from those Bears. They're going to be huge Bears fans. Well, so. so, I mean, are you going to be a huge Bears fan too? I, like, I mean, it probably feel really good watching the Vikings go down. Probably wouldn't feel so oh, good watching the Bears go go through. Oh, too. absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, I'll be rude for the Bears. Every every person in Philadelphia is going to be just a big Bears fan, as they are Eagles fans tomorrow. But it's going to be a fun day. Stuff it is like that. Be a fun be day. A lot of fun. Where's the action uh, at in that game though? Right now, just a refresher. Philly. Seventy-four percent of their early betters are on Philly. So, uh, yeah. Wow, Philly all day. Holy moly. Um, yeah, man, it's going to be a wild one tomorrow. I, I can't wait. And there's even teams like, you know, there's there's still movement in the AFC on the top of it, too. Like, if, if KC, you know, isn't, I mean, not that they're going to lose against the Raiders as 14-point favorites, but they could. KC could lose. In, and, and then you got, you know, San Diego can all of a sudden become, 
you know, a, a one or two seed. And the, the Pats can go from a, I don't think they come out of a two, but they could go up to, you know what I mean? There's like so many things that are going to make such a huge impact on the, on the postseason that are happening tomorrow. I can't wait for it, man. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and hopefully, hopefully, we'll get some little wrinkles in there. Like, like you said, you know, the Chargers, uh, their their Chargers and Chiefs are both locked in at eleven and four right now, I believe, and the uh, Chargers are favored by six and a half at the Broncos, whereas the the Chiefs are favored by two touchdowns at home versus the Raiders. So, not likely to happen, but it could happen. You never know. If something like that happens, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, man, I'm always hoping for some of that stuff to go down. Uh, hey, last thing I want to talk to you about tonight, uh, UFC 232. I know you're a big fight fan. Um, there's a lot of fights on this card and a lot of like interesting ones, man. Like Arlovsky's fighting. Do you know Andre Arlovsky's fighting on this card tonight? Carlos Condit. Some of like the wicked guys from like five years ago that I love. BJ Penn, dude. What the hell's going on around here, right? It's so crazy. Oh. I know. I, I don't know if you're going to watch it or get a chance to, but uh, um, I'm going to uh, be buying it here at my place because I can't wait for it. But... Um, what I wanted to uh, talk to you about is the main event. And it's, it's of course, not without controversy because it's John Jones. And what the hell would happen without controversy? Um, he's a favorite right now over Alexander Gustafson. They fought before. Uh, Jones beat him pretty soundly, but I lied. Uh, Gustafson had moments, had his moments of, uh, of uh, um, you know, of awesomeness in that fight. Uh, what are your thoughts on this uh, main event going down tonight? Yeah, I mean that that fight happened. The first fight happened five years ago, I guess. And yeah. Gustafson, I mean John John Jones ago. is you know John Jones is the best fighter of all time. You know, put away. I don't want to get in debates about steroids and this stuff and that stuff. But you take all that controversy aside, and John Jones is the best fighter of all time. He's the best fighter, probably the biggest knucklehead too. So yeah, whatever. He's got two crowns. Um, but but I mean Gustafson, when they fought, he brought it to him. That 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 fight was two two. Going into the fifth round and, and Bones Jones turned it on the fifth round. I mean, you, you Google pictures of Jones' face after that fight, and uh, that that fight was that was Jones' toughest fight by far of his career. And you know, I think a big part of that. I mean, John Jones, he's a great fighter. No, you can't take anything away from him. But I think his biggest asset is his size at that two hundred five at that yeah. light heavyweight. He's just so damn Long big, and, and he lanky. he's not only big. But he knows how to use his reach. He knows how to yeah. use his his size. Some fighters who are real big don't know how to do that. Like uh, uh, Stefan Struve, for, for instance, he's a heavyweight, he's yeah. six foot ten, and you would think, oh, no one's gonna be able to touch this guy. He's six foot ten. He's got a, the longest reach in it. But that's not true. He he just does not have, know how to use that range. Whereas John Jones knows how to use that range. So damn athletic. So so talented. Um, but 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 like I said. That's his biggest asset at 205 is, is his size. I mean, you just look at how he, he and Cormier were fighting, and you, you just look. Cormier is awesome, awesome, awesome. You know, John Jones is 1A, Cormier is 1B. But you look at those two together uh, in the, that octagon, how much bigger Jones yeah. was than Cormier. Just Holy sheer hell. mass, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, it was just crazy. But – he doesn't have that size advantage of Gustafson. I think that's a big part of why Gustafson was so tough that last matchup. I mean, he was, I mean, look at their weigh-ins the other day or they're, they're a square off. I mean, they're looking eye to eye, you know, Jones is usually looking down on his opponent. So, um, yeah, minus two eighty-five. That's a high price. I ain't betting Jones at that price against, against Gustafson. Gustafson's talented as hell. And, uh, like I said, he, he he looks at him eye to eye, so we will see that that first fight, man, that was so close. But uh, we'll see. I'm looking forward to it, and also that Flemings fight. I mean, I'm not, 
you know, or the I Nunez don't, cyborg, right? I usually don't hype the women's <laughs> fights that much, but I mean, this one it, it has all the makings. I mean, probably the two best women fighters of all time. No, don't even don't sell me on Ronda Rousey, please. Um, it, you know, champ versus champ, the one thirty-five champ versus the one forty-five champ. Cyborg finally gonna fight somebody good. You know, she that's the thing. It's no there's no one at one forty five for her to fight. She she fights <laughs> a bunch of, she, she fights a bunch of tomatoes there and Ronda Rousey never had the balls to move up at one forty five and fight her. I don't blame so, her. So uh yeah, hats off to, to to Nunez for doing it. I I love Nunez, man. I've always been a big fan of her. I think she's a live dog here, man. I really do. I mean, Cyborg's a beast. Um I hate using that word, but it applies to her. Because everybody uses that word, and so I think it's the most overused word in sports these days. Beast. Everybody's <laughs> yeah. a damn beast. Everybody's these a beast. Days. Yeah. But she is a beast, man. And but I love. I, I think Nunez is a live dog, man. She's just so talented, and and uh, and I, it's the best fighter I probably Cyborg has ever fought. So we'll see. Yeah, finally she got some talent in front of her. Frankly, like, and then, and I mean that's that's a really good point that you're making there. Uh, was her action sitting at on that fight for? Uh, uh, if you got it offhand, Jones Gustafson, where where the money, where the money's at for that? I know that yeah, Jones is about minus two forty. I think favorite about sixty. Yeah, about sixty four percent of the betters are on the dog Gustafson, which isn't too. Um, you know, it's good for uh, good for you guys. Yeah, well, a lot of times, fight of uh, the public bets the dogs and fights. Um, you know, they're looking at a plus two forty five. They don't want to lay it at minus two eighty five. That being said, John Jones at two minus two eighty five will be keyed in in a lot of money line parlays. So I can't wait. It's going to be a fun night, man. I get, I've already uh, got my table reserved at my favorite sports bar and cool. uh, meeting up some <laughs> of the fellas. I'm going to get over served. I'm going to watch some great football and some great fights. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, hey, have a happy new year. Enjoy the uh, college football playoffs. Enjoy, uh, enjoy uh, you know, a big week 17 in the NFL. And uh, most of all, enjoy the fights tonight, uh, Dave Mason. All right, brother. Thanks so much, man. We'll talk soon. Later, bud. Okay, there you have it, Dave. Another week of uh, of awesome insight. He's in a good mood this week. The book must have had a good one. Um, good run last week. It had, this is the only, it's the only reason it makes him happy. So um, that, must have, that must have been it. Uh, thanks for tuning in, folks. Hope you had a wonderful holidays and I hope you have a great new year. Enjoy the UFC. Enjoy uh, week 17. We're going to be talking playoff extravaganza next week. It's going to be huge. Okay? It's going to be freaking huge. I'm Damon. You know what? Thanks for tuning in and doing this. Go find us. Go find us at uh, underreviewshow.com or on the iTunes and uh, here, there, wherever. Uh, appreciate your time. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>